Good evening, everyone in Emmanuel Everywhere land. Uh, it's Reverend Joel here for another Monday Night Live. I uh, hope you're doing well today. I pray that God is keeping you as he has been keeping me and that you are doing well. As usual, let me start with the praise break moment. I believe we always can use a reason to give God praise. And so today's praise break moment, um, I'd like to, to, to tell you to think about this as I give this praise break of what happens when we fall. What happens when we fall? Um, this praise break takes us back to the year of 1996. And at Brookfield Zoo, right outside of Chicago, the city of Brookfield, it's real close to Chicago, there was a 400-pound silverback gorilla by the name of Binti Jua, who uh, was just in his habitat, minding his own business. Then all of a sudden, a three-year-old boy falls over into his enclosure into where the gorillas are. He is noticeably unconscious, noticeably uh, not able to uh, uh, be reached by others, but he is now in despair. And instead of uh, uh, just watching what would happen and allowing all of those uh, uh, other gorillas to get to him, Binti goes up, picks up the little boy, cradles him, uh, and nurses him, keeping the others away. And then he takes him to the doorway where the people who were working at the zoo can actually assist. So he helped hand the little boy to the people who were there to help him. Gorillas start running towards him and, you know, they were, the guys came in and start hosing the gorillas down, you know, keep trying to keep them away. But there was one gorilla particularly that was kind of protecting over the little the little one. And I believe there is a praise break moment there. When you begin to think about what happens when we fall, think about the actions of this gorilla. And then I'd like you to think about the actions of our most high God. The gorilla grabs him after he's fallen, guards him so that others and others in the gorilla cage wouldn't, the other gorillas wouldn't get to him. And then he lifts him to the gate so he can be rescued out of the pit that he fell in. Oh, my shout is right where your shout is, if you got one. And that is, how many times have I fallen deep in places uh, where not only did I harm myself in the fall, but there were elements in that fall all around me that should have got to me and made it even worse. But the God we serve is so much bigger than our circumstances. And he grabbed us and kept all that would harm us at bay and put us in a position to get out of the pit. And that is my praise break. And let me give you one for free. Is that Binti Jua's name means daughter of sunshine. And her destiny was to live out her name by ensuring this little boy that the sun would shine for him. 
Isn't that a blessing? Doesn't our God do it every single time? Whenever we fall, he grabs us and he cradles us in the midst of all that we've gone through. We cradled us in his arms and then he keeps everything that should harm us while we're in there even harming ourselves. We're in there not knowing what can get to us. He keeps them at bay and when it's time, he brings us out. That's my praise break. Let's get into the word for the week. Um, the push, if you will, for this week. Uh, and I, I'm still on that because that, that thing shouted me. Uh, the gorilla in the room is the size of your praise. If you didn't get that. Whew. Anyway, pastor, uh, still in our This Is Us series. And he preached on yesterday, a community impacting the world uh, out of Romans 12, 14 through 21. And these were the, the scripture that he referenced. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Yeah, that's where we're starting today. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. And don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. That was Romans 12, 14 through 21. Uh, what really I'd like to walk us into this week is what, kept, what grabbed me from the very beginning of him reading those verses. And that is verse 14. Bless those who persecute you and don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Um, I think the push for this week for me and what I'm feeling is that we move uh, into this week with this thought and process. Don't despise, energize. Don't despise, energize. Pastor, after he preached this message, he closes this text uh, about energy of the community using Newton's cradle. Uh, it should flow through us to the world. And I happen to have one on my desk, a Newton's cradle, that it should flow through us to the world. The energy should flow through us. Oh, I, I, I think that that is so fitting for us to remember to walk into that this week. And so I'd like to pair that with another scripture for us to remember this week, because it was modeled by none other than Jesus himself on the cross. Luke 23 and 34 says this, 
Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gamble for his clothes. Don't despise, energize. One, yourself. Two, your position. And three, your prayers. Yourself, your position, and your prayers. How do you do that? First, when we fall into situations where we have to forgive someone, it's a tough thing. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's a tough thing. And if you're like me and you're going to be honest, there are many times that we have difficulty doing this. I have trouble doing this, even in my own walk, even in my own situation. I have trouble doing this because when people do you wrong, it's 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 almost like uh, uh, they've done it on purpose. They have done it to harm you. They've done it to to uh, uh, to to your family. They've done it to when they've done it to your children. I mean, you can't you can play with a lot of things. Don't play with my children. And so when when someone does that to you, you have just a, a natural human behavior to deal with them in a manner that they should be dealt with. But if we're going to model ourselves like Jesus, we cannot despise. We have to use the energy that God has given us in the community to energize ourselves and, and know that it shouldn't affect us the same way as it would affect somebody else. This is a learned behavior. We will learn this over time. The more we walk with him, the more we learn how to not let things and what people say affect us. And so you have to look at yourself. The second is look at your position. Where did that trouble put you? Uh, what pit did it allow it to put you in? Did you allow it to put you then in and who's there with you? It's one thing to be in the pit uh, all by yourself. But what we need to remember that should ease our tensions and ease our angers is that there is no place we can be that God is not aware. There's no place you can fall in that he doesn't know. There's no place you can be buried under that God doesn't know you're there. There's no situation where you can be uh, 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 done wrong that God is not aware of what you're doing. You have to know that wherever it was that the enemy thought he put you, God is present with you. And I know no other text to look at that other than Psalms 139, where David says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask that darkness to, to hide me and the light around me to become midnight. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. See, there's nowhere you can be that God is not able to come to your rescue. Nowhere you can be where he's not aware where you are. Nowhere you can be put in. Nowhere that someone can do you so wrong that God can't be there with you in the middle. And just like Bentejua, he can still lift you out to the same, to the, to the next level where people can help you or get you to the place where you're out of the pit. So the third thing is 
your prayers, how I react. Pray for your enemies. Oh my goodness. It's such a tough thing. Pray for your enemies. We have to begin to be like Jesus, whom on that cross, Luke 23 and 34 is the walk-in verse that I'd like us to remember this week that Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. Father, forgive them. If Jesus could model this on the cross after all he endured, so should we. And so as I come to a close, I have no better close to close with. Uh, I believe that when you learn something in life, uh, it is to be reciprocated. Uh, when most of my life has been something of what uh, uh, I say is I'm made up by many things. One thing that I made up of many things is my grandmother, Bertha Moore. Uh, I, I talk about her all the time. I've, I've done sermons about her. I've talked about her legacy and what she means to me. But what I want to close with is her ultimate time of, of teaching me how to forgive. Um, my grandmother and grandfather were, were divorced long before I was born. Um, my grandfather was troubled at best is the way to describe him, but uh, he was an abusive man. And my, my grandmother endured uh, being in that pit. She endured dealing with uh, uh, his rage. She endured dealing with the things that he had done to her. Many of the things that she never shared or she never talked about, but I knew they were estranged. And I knew that uh, it wasn't a good relationship at all. And so uh, they didn't end well. And of course, um, they lived their separate lives. And um, what comes to mind is uh, one day in the 80s, um, my father was, I mean, my grandfather uh, was stabbed in the alleyway. Uh, he had been stabbed and I think they stabbed him and they really tried to gut him, if you will, uh, down the middle of his, his stomach. He was in ICU in the hospital and I remember going to see him as a young kid and, and um, I remember my grandmother toiling with the idea of going to pray for him. Now, here is a woman who had no reason. I don't know that I would based on the things that I know happened to her. But my grandmother, Bertha Moore, went to the hospital, laid hands on him, and prayed for his recovery. Hmm. Shouts me to think about the idea of forgiving someone who hurts you so severely that... Uh, that hurt you so severely that 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 you could humble yourself to do exactly what the scripture for community that pastor walked us into and what Jesus did on the cross in praying for those who who were hurting him and beating him and misusing him and crucifying him to say father forgive him she went to that hospital she prayed for her and her words to me closes me out today her words was even with what he'd done to me, I can't miss heaven and not do what God would want me to do after all he's done for me. That's the close. I ain't got nothing else that shouts me. Thinking about my grandmother's legacy shouts me every time, but I, I, I need to let you know that she modeled that for me. I seen modeled behavior 
as to how I should act in this life. And when you model the behavior of Christ, your legacy will continue because your children, your children's children will watch you and know that you don't despise, you energize, you energize your faith, you energize the love of Christ, and you show the world that even though they did this wrong to me, I'm not going to give back that same energy. I'm going to give the energy of Christ. Let it flow through me. Let it flow back into the world. That's all I got. God bless you. We'll see you on Wednesday for prayer. Come on in and pray with us. Love you.